Welcome to my podcast. I'm your host, Brenda Crouch, and today we're going to talk about how to find God's goodness in the midst of your pain. I know that's often a challenge, and I have a guest today that's going to speak right to your heart, so please don't go away. Um, I'm so excited to have my dear friend, Amy Lynn, here with me. We've known each other for, I think you said, 11 years. About 11 yeah. years. We yes. met really uh, through coincidence, which mm -hmm. we really know was by God's divine yes. order. And uh, I'm just so grateful that we're sitting here today in this studio, mm -hmm. and we're going to talk about your life, because you have quite a story to tell. You were actually born a twin, mm -hmm. and you grew up on Orcas Island? I, I grew up in Portland, Oregon, but okay. every single year we would go to Orcas Island. That oh. was our, my sister and I, my twin, um, our place of solace, our place of peace. It was really mm. a chance to kind of get away from our parents as well and just run off. And back then, um, I think parents were a little bit... Um, more lenient in letting their parents run every or their kids run around everywhere. So I was running all over that island with Tara. Um, we were um, going fishing together. We would stay out in, oh. into, in the water until yeah. the sun went down. So yeah. it was really good memories there. Sounds like a magical place and a place I'd love to go just hearing you talk about it. But your, your life with your sister was met with tragedy and yeah that and you also experienced some other really hard things in your childhood. Can mm -hmm. you share with us about some of those? Yes, so I, I mentioned Orcas as a place of peace and getting away from many things. And um, the reason why home life for us um, at the age of four, my parents married and life changed drastically. We um, immediately we were put into a situation where um, the father that I grew up with just drank all the time. He was an mm. alcoholic. Um, thankfully, he wasn't a raging alcoholic, but um, he was addicted to gambling. He was addicted mm -hmm. to pornography. And um, he had children that he was bringing into the family as well. And unfortunately, almost immediately, my sister and I began um, having uh, sexual abuse mm. um, by our siblings. And so it, mm. you can imagine just all that. The, my father coming home drunk, you know, my mom's just angry over everything. She doesn't know how to handle it. Mm -hmm. And her way of handling it was being verbally abusive. Right. Just trying to gain control mm. over the situation again. Um, and she eventually became very physically abusive as mm. well. So my sister, um, I feel like she was my angel. Mm. She wow. always reminded me um, what, what does the Bible say? The Bible mm. says to forgive 70 times seven. And even in the middle of that, I was, I was eight years old um, when I did accept Christ into my life. Mm. And I don't think I could have done it on my own. Mm -hmm. So my sister really was that person that br always brought me back to um, what I needed to know. Mm -hmm. But you know, life got worse mm. as as things progressed, my mom actually would drop us off at church. She was the, the person where, you know, she knew it was important to be in church, but she was always offended at something. So she would oh. drop us off and we just, that was the most of our childhood was going to church. Wow. But the cool thing is this, is that God's word is alive yeah. and living and breathing. And in the middle of being sexually abused, being hit, <clears throat> being yelled at, all that 
really confusing for a Probably kid. Probably neglected in many neglected ways. Neglected in mm -hmm. many ways. And many times, you know, I, I don't think my mom did it on purpose. Mm -hmm. um, there was a season when my parents were separated and she couldn't afford food. Mm. And we would go to school um, with crackers in our yeah. lunch pail. So there were so many different factors to that, but when I was eight and I gave my life to Christ, something amazing happened inside mm -hmm. that I don't think many people um, understand the impact that yeah. giving your life to Christ does. Mm -hmm. And so my perspective changed, and I didn't understand necessarily why the abuse never stopped, mm -hmm. but for some reason I, I felt the prompting of the Holy Spirit to continually forgive. Mm -hmm. And I think, I'd, should I share this now? The, yeah, well, I was just thinking yes. about how even Corey Ten Boom, you know, God had this beautiful, yes. strong sister that yes. was encouraging her to do the same thing on yes. this terrible abuse, you uh -huh. know, in the Nazi prison camp. Mm -hmm. And this was like your sister. And then something happened that would challenge you in even that relationship. Why don't you share that? Um, so fast forward, um, I was 20 and my, um, through circumstances, my dad kicked me out of the house. Mm. Um, unfortunately, if we rewind a little, my, my mom pulled me out of school when I was 12 years old, so I had zero education. So leaving home, um, I was not allowed to talk with my sister. Mm. My twin was off limits. Um, she was informed she wasn't allowed to talk with me. So that was very difficult to walk through um, abandonment sure. with absolutely nobody mm -hmm. um, and it, it, it got to the point where we would sneak off to this little mm -hmm. mountain called Mount Tabor and she would pretend she was walking the dog and, and obviously I had free, free range to go where I needed and we'd visit there. Mm -hmm. We'd have to sneak visiting together. And then um, God really directed me to go to a Bible school in Dallas, Texas, mm -hmm. <laughs> away from everything. And so I left and um, fast forward two years, mm -hmm. I get a phone call. Wow. <laughs> I get a phone call and or just, you know, Tara was my, my everybody. Like mm -hmm. she was my everything. She was the one that, that helped me survive all of what I went through sure. and she was going through the same thing but we encouraged each other and um, I got a phone call um, one evening and it was my mother mm -hmm. and we we didn't talk that often um, and she called me and she said I don't care how you get here I don't care what it takes but you need to get here now mm. and I, I didn't know what to do with that. Like she sure. was yelling at me and yeah. screaming. And so I, I told her to call back when she could explain things. And um, she called immediately back and she said, they're telling me she's dead and I don't believe it. Mm. And you need to pray that she comes back to life. And it, it hit me like, mm. you, like you're talking about my sister. This right. is my, my only, yeah. my, my everything. And um, it, 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 was, mm. it was a mixture of complete loss yeah. Complete shock. And then um, the most amazing thing, you know, I said earlier that the, the Bible is alive and mm. the verse that says that peace that passes all understanding, Brenda. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> the peace that passed any understanding mm. of what was going on and what was taken from mm. me just overwhelmed me. Yeah. I just remember this feeling of like complete, a weight of just loss and this peace just flushing over yeah. me and just waving over me and the whole plane ride 
was yeah. just peace. I've experienced that myself. I, yeah. I understand it. And, and he really does give us the kind of peace that surpasses, yes. it far surpasses yes. our own uh, understanding. It doesn't make it, any It's amazing sense. how yeah. tangible the peace of God can be when mm -hmm. we need it. Yes. Absolutely. And so you have also experienced some hard things later in life. And, you know, I've often said that uh, my own, from my own story and some of the abuse that I had come out of, it led me into uh, poor relationship dynamics mm -hmm. because I just didn't know how to function in yeah. a relationship in a healthy manner. Yeah. But I have found that God's goodness and His mercy mm. and His grace was right there in the midst of my brokenness and my pain. Yes. Can you share a little bit about that? Yes. So, um, you know, growing up in that type of abuse, um, experiencing that kind of loss, um, it's a shock to your mm -hmm. spirit. It's a shock to your system. And there were a lot of obstacles I had to overcome. And mm -hmm. the, the biggest one that I, I feel like I want to touch on today is fear. Yeah. Like it was good. It was overwhelming and it, it was really sneaky. I'll just mm -hmm. say that. <laughs> yeah. I never knew when it was going to happen and I never truly acknowledged it right. until um, I was attending. Um, I had moved from, so I, I was from Portland, Oregon. I moved to Dallas, Texas, lived there for 13 years. And then I moved to California, starting all over again, mm -hmm. having to make friendships all over again. And I was attending this church. And you're married? I was married at the time, okay. yes. And um, I, I felt like, you know, I have this all together now. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm, I'm, you know, forgiveness is a part of my life. Um, there's joy, there's structure, this is awesome. And I, um, I don't think I've shared this story with you. I'm mm -hmm. gonna share it. I had offered to have lunch with a girlfriend of mine. I'm mm. going to cry here oh. <laughs> because this was the most pivotal moment of my mm. life um, to understand what fear was doing to me. Um, mm. She asked me, would you like to have lunch? And I, and I was excited, like, I'm a part of the worship team, yeah. you know, I'm making new friends, we have the same humor. Um, we go to lunch and I got there first. And it, something hit me that I have felt before, but it was never so overwhelming. And the thoughts just kept coming. What are you doing here? Mm. What? You're like, she's not gonna come have lunch with you. Like, this wow. is ridiculous. You're not even gonna know what to say. You don't know how to have a conversation. Mm. You can't look people in the eye. Like this rush of fear just engulfing me. Wow. And before I knew it, I had walked out the door. I walked oh. out on her. <laughs> oh. And I felt so bad. And the only thing I could think of that whole day was that. And I was, I remember pacing back and forth I was alone that evening. Mm. I had no kids at the time. And so I was to myself. Mm -hmm. <laughs> how am I going to confront this? And how mm -hmm. am I going to tell someone that I walked out on them because I'm afraid? Because I was terrified. It makes yeah. no sense. There's yeah. no reason why I should be afraid. Mm. And I text her. And the moment, Brenda, this is so cool. <laughs> the moment I text her and the moment I let it come out of me mm. was the moment that it that it was in the light and it could be broken. Right. And she messaged me back with such love and acceptance. Mm. It was the first time I, I ever faced wow. a fear I didn't even know I had. Mm -hmm. <laughs> really, it's you're, what you're talking about is how we have to process. Yes. And, and God's just so, he allows us this place of safety to become yes. honest. And it's not until we become honest with mm -hmm. him and ourselves mm -hmm. as, as we're standing in his mercy that we really can heal. Yeah. 
So God's healed you of so much. So much. And you are an amazing singer and worship leader and speaker, and you have just uh, some wonderful, uh, your anointing when I've, when I've been around you ministering is just Thank so, <laughs> um, it's so pure and so rich and so heavy mm -hmm. and uh, heavy in a good way. Mm -hmm. And so I've seen God use you mightily. And you also have um, a ministry called Spirit Grow. Yes, is that correct? It is. Tell us about Spirit Grow and what your heart is and how you want to help people who have come out of abuse, broken mm -hmm. relationship, broken marriages. Yes identity issues. Yes. Um, so this is amazing. Um, I remember being eight years old and God telling me, your story is a story of hope. And I knew one day I would be able to share. So mm -hmm. every time I walked through all of those things that I went through, I just remember thinking, okay, God, this is for a reason. This is for a purpose. And when I left home and went to uh, Bible school in Dallas, Texas, I knew in my heart of hearts, I knew one day my story, it has, mm -hmm. it has to bring healing and it has mm -hmm. to bring hope to someone. This pain was not in vain. Right. And so um, I can't remember the circumstances that surrounded it, but I, I was writing a book and I thought, you know what? Like, I, it's hard for me to even finish a book. <laughs> Read yeah. it. So I'm going to start writing a book and I couldn't get past four chapters and I remember it lasted forever. Mm. And then God told me one day, this this is for you to record in video format and you're going wow. to make a little class Amy mm -hmm. and you're going to put it online and and within a week <laughs> I had purchased a website and created Spirit Grow um, it's an it's a four-week online mentorship mm -hmm. course and what it does is it's taken everything that I've learned through all of the physical abuse um, all of the separation between my sister and I because she's mm -hmm. in heaven now. Um, everything that I've learned in all of those years, how to have a conversation with someone, how to build healthy friendships, how to, mm -hmm. to um, notice toxic relationships that right. are in your life, and all those simple, basic mm -hmm. friendship things. And I wanted to put it and condense it into something mm -hmm. so small that people can actually learn something. Yeah. And so that's what Spirit Grow is. That's awesome. Yeah. And uh, we and it's spiritgrow.com is where they can find you. Spirit correct? Grow without the W. It right. Had, it had to be unique because of my name. Spirit G R O. <laughs> G R O dot com, com or dot org. So yeah. Or dot org. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So I was just thinking about how that, you know, Ezekiel was taken in the Old Testament to the mountaintop to, to see the vision, yes. but then he was taken down into the valley yes. where then God said, Ezekiel, look at these bones. It was a, yes. it was a valley filled with dead, dry bones that were all disconnected. Yeah. And he said, can these bones live? Yes. And I thought, isn't that how God will speak to us like he did with you and said, yes. Amy, this is a video. This mm -hmm. is a this is a course this, that you're yes. going to be giving to others, and then he takes you through more process yes. down in the valley. Uh -huh. Amy, can these bones live? Yes. And we say, well, God, yes. you know that mm -hmm. these, of course, with you, these bones can live. Yes. I can't hardly believe it, but yes, these bones can live. Mm -hmm. And and then he has us to breathe the breath of life that that is within us. Yes. That and blow on those bones and yes. I just believe that in this season we're seeing that miracle 
again where the valley of dry bones is coming together, mm -hmm. the mm -hmm. you know, the sinew coming onto the bones, mm -hmm. the skin and the armor, and there's a great army that's rising up. We are part of that, yes. this great army. And I, uh, I so appreciate people who have been through, you know, the, I like to say been through hell and back because <laughs> for lack of a better yes. term, I mean, it's not hell in the sense of, of the hell in the Bible, but our personal yes. torment, you know, yes. when we've been through things and come through it better mm -hmm. and not bitter, mm -hmm. but dependent on God. Mm -hmm. And I so respect and admire the beautiful gift with just these unique colors that he's given to you to be able to share and to blow that breath of life on that valley of dry bones and say, mm -hmm. yes, these bones can live. Yes. To give people courage and to give them hope. Yeah. So is there, um, is there anything else that you feel you um, God is leading you to do or to say in this season? Mm -hmm. What's God telling you now? <clears throat> you know, I feel like um, God's coming back for a spotless bride, but there's so much hurt mm -hmm. in the church. Mm -hmm. There's so much um, healing that needs to take place. Yeah, I think sometimes Good. we've we've covered up all that hurt and wounds that need to be healed mm -hmm. with um, projects, with things yeah. that you, you need to get involved in with church. We've covered it up sometimes with, with the lighting and the awesome worship and, right. and the, um, the production, the production uh, aspect, side of, which is uh -huh. awesome. I, right. I love that. It's as necessary. A, as a creative person, right. I love that this generation needs mm -hmm. to, to see that if mm -hmm. we're going to reach them. But my heart is to bring healing to yeah. the body of Christ. Yeah. I think there's there's a there's a misunderstanding of what forgiveness really is, mm -hmm. and I I really want to help people walk through the process of understanding that forgiveness mm -hmm. is not necessarily about um, you know making the the person who hurts you you know free from all the it's that's really not. Mm -hmm. You know, when you're when you're healing, what the abuser did and what the person did that offended mm -hmm. you is not really should not be your focus. Mm -hmm. That's not the real enemy. You know, it reminds. But it's me, hard for, in many cases, for people to get over that because the pain it of it is, is just so. Ooh, let yeah. me remind everyone of a story. You mm -hmm. know, David um, was focused on fighting the battle against Goliath, mm -hmm. but when he came into um, to to come there just to help out his brothers. The brothers were taunting him. They were starting to fight mm -hmm. over here, but you know what David did? Mm -hmm. He directed his attention back over to the real yeah. subject, the real enemy. And, mm -hmm. and if we can stop um, focusing on the little, yeah. the little battles over here, God has yeah. a victory for us yes. to win over here. Yes, he does. If we'll just focus on that. Yes. And a lot of times we're, we're drawn back to the little bickering over here by unforgiveness. Mm -hmm. We're drawn back over here by the things that we're still hung up on that we're mm -hmm. not healing over. But God wants us to live in victory. Yeah. I totally believe mm. that, uh, and you're so right mm. on, um, that the enemy is out to distract us yes. and steal our joy. Mm -hmm. If he can get, get our, steal our joy, he has our strength. Uh, he has our attention. Mm -hmm. We're, we are focused on the pain instead of yes. the promise. And listen, we can be so tested. I mean, when, when it comes to wounds that come from family mm -hmm. or from the body of Christ, mm -hmm. those are the most intimate and they hurt us the deepest yes. and they are impossible mm. to process and get over 
without the grace of God. But I will say that in, in the things that God's walked me through, and I know you mm -hmm. can identify with this, mm -hmm. it has God has required me to initiate something mm -hmm. as my my part of partnering with him and saying, God, I'm, I'm going to trust you. Yes. I don't know how, yes. but I trust you. Yes. And I think that in that moment of trust is where we begin the process of obedience and, mm. and then healing comes. And when we, when we actually see the hand of God move on our behalf, it's mind blowing. Yes. And we can actually say, you know, we're released from that, that heaviness that mm -hmm. the enemy has put on us and that, that others have p tried to put on us yes. and we're free from it. Yes. So I just want to encourage you today mm -hmm. that um, if you are experiencing the pain of a relationship, betrayal, abuse, abandonment, maybe the death of a loved one, Amy lost her sister, I have lost lo loved ones, if you're experiencing these things and you're just asking, God, where are you in the midst of this? I want to encourage you. We want to encourage you today that Jesus will meet you at the most unexpected places. We often think of, of finding Christ, you know, in a church building or these, you know, these beautiful poetic kinds of scenarios. But it's actually you know, like with the disciples out in the midst of a chaotic storm, they saw Jesus on the water. These are the intersections where we encounter him to be real. And so our encouragement to you today is to just take that first step and say, Lord, I choose to trust you. This hurts so deeply, but I'm going to give it to you. And I'm asking you to be present and to show me your goodness in the midst of my situation and my pain, because he is good and he is a good father who loves you, who will fight for you, and he wants to meet you right where you are. I thank you for joining me today and I thank you, my thank friend, you. for thank being you. here with me. I love you so, love so you much. Too. We need to do it again. Yes. Um, and please tell your friends all about uh, my podcast. I have more to come and it's just really something that I feel like God told me to do for you as an encouragement for your life and there's gonna be lots of variety. Please uh, share it with your friends and continue to follow uh, Brenda Crouch podcast and Brenda Crouch Ministries. Thank you so much. Bless you my friends. all been down paths before and sometimes those paths have come out of an abusive home life. I'm relaunching Overcoming Dysfunctional Relationships and if you have a cell phone you have an opportunity to change the course of your life. I want to challenge you go to my website today and sign up.